0: And now, a special edition of the Toddcast Podcast.
1: For someone to say to you, lots has changed in the last 20 months, it's a tad bit of an understatement. I think we can all agree on that. COVID has changed our lives. Venues closed down, Bands stopped touring to try touring again, to postpone the tours. Borders closed, then reopened, closed, they opened. You heard fake crowd noise at pro sporting events. Get the job! It's a conspiracy. Nah, it's fine. No, it'll give you a third eye. Anti-vaxxers protesting at hospitals? Really? At Remembrance Day celebrations? Now, ain't that some shit? And talk about the delicious irony of protesting at a rally that's designed to celebrate those that fought for our freedoms. For you to do whatever the hell you want to do with limited repercussion, within reason, of course. Slowly, things are starting to turn around. You just can't dance. If you're out partying at a bar or a concert, I'm being facetious, but you get my drift. One thing about the pandemic though, is that most people had tons of free time on their hands. And because of this, we were able to secure some great guests in the last little while. And that's what this week is all about. You'll hear highlights from nine guests guests—a best of episode and we'll get things rolling with a few of our more recent musical guests all of whom are brought to you by pineapple sound a recording and mixing studio in langley since 2013 hit them up bands they do great work reasonable rates dave and tyler great guys they know their craft they also, of course, welcome podcasts. We've talked about that before. Voiceover actors and more, pretty much whatever you can do in a recording studio. They're online at pineapplesound.com. They're on Facebook and Twitter as well. Multiple Juno award winning producer Brian Howes is a longtime buddy of the podcast. You'll know him from being in bands before he became a well known producer and producing them. In the mid 90s, you'll remember a Vancouver band called DDT. He was with a, a guy named Corey White. From Showcore in that band. And then there was Closure. They had a couple decent sized radio hits in their day. We got to talking to Brian about way more than music, talking about the shows that he was binge watching at the time. The Sopranos prequel came up, working in a COVID world, how he was asked to try out for the U.S. ball hockey national team. Like, what? How Nickelback had opened up for his old band. He talked about having unreleased Chris Cornell and Lincoln Park songs in the old vault. And he shared how it is that he became the producer for American Idol contestants and the winners.
2: I kind of got my foot in there. I, I think um, uh, Pete Gambard was always a fan of my bands and was always looking, interested in signing. He never did, but you know, always poked around and I yeah. think he, he and Hinder had just come out and was starting to do good. So he was like, Hey, I think Brian might be perfect to write with Chris so I was the first one that Chris wrote with, and we wrote What I Want, which was the with the rock song off his first record uh, that Slash played on, which was really cool. We literally That's wrote a that in half great an hour song. hotel room. And, um, but it, you know, that record, geez, eight million copies worldwide, isn't that crazy? Debut, biggest debut uh, rock uh, solo, rock solo record ever. Um, but he was such a good singer. And then I think from there I did the next one and then David Cook, and then I just, I, they would always call me the idol whisperer because <laughs> whenever the idols would come off Idol, you know, cause before they, they, most of the guys were never in bands. They used to work in paint stores and stuff. And then six right. months they were famous. And so they would come off there wanting to be super arty. And it was like, I want to make a Fugazi meets Radiohead album. And, and then I was the idol whisperer like, yeah, that's cool, dude. But you know, we gotta, we gotta make the soccer moms happy that kind of yeah. puts you on the map here. So I was the, Let's, let's make the soccer moms happy, but still keep the artiness for you. So I was pretty good at kind of bridging that gap and, and making the label happy and the artist. So it was, uh, it was a lot of fun back in the heyday when they really used to push those guys.
1: As a longtime fan of 311, it was very cool to grab their bass player, Peanut, for a podcast. They've been around since the late 80s. You've heard their music on radio pretty much since the early 90s from Omaha, Nebraska. They're 13 albums in, two live albums, four compilation CDs, four EPs, four DVDs, over 10 million albums sold. Same thing with Peanut. We got into it with him as well talking about, you know, the wait for Rolling Stone magazine and Spin and Circus as a little kid. We talked about binge watching Netflix how the Eagles and the Muppets play into his childhood. We talked about his love of basketball and F1 racing. How Tool makes tough music seem pretty much effortless. And comic books, we got into that. Is it Marvel? Is it DC? Uh, it's easy. It's easy.
3: I've had the I've had this Punisher symbol on me since 93. Nice. Yeah. So. So the the conservative <laughs> yahoo's that want to take it over. There you go. They, they better know that this progressive has been a Punisher fan for way longer. Nice. Yeah. It was and I've got I've got a bunch of bunch of comics too. I've got like a a box full of stuff that you yeah, know every once in a while I see how it's not really Earned much money. But maybe
1: someday. <laughs> I, I do right? Like I, as a kid, you're like, "Fuck! I'm gonna be so fucking rich!" Woo! woo. And I love it. You know, it yeah, blood and guts and money. Woo! Yeah. So, <laughs> w- w- did you like the Punisher uh, series on Netflix? Yes, that good, was the right? first
3: time they got it right. I, I was yeah, always, I was always of the mind that they were never going to be able to pull it off unless it was like animated to like kind of do the just do the gnarly as, yeah. as gnarly as it needed to be done.
1: Like, especially so, the, the, that was it six issue, the limited, uh, the limited series, six issue, uh, Punisher card, uh, comic book as a kid. Like
4: fuck right. dude that was violent, man. It was for six. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's what got me started. Uh, a friend of mine that was a neighbor, uh, had a, had a poster up and was a comic book freak. And, uh, yeah I don't I think he I think he gave it to me when I moved and then when I when I uh got to LA I started picking up comics just out of boredom more or anything you know some you could buy for
5: a yeah. couple of plus yeah yeah and get a
3: collection and uh, and you had to wait for new ones to come out too you know that was that was kind of awesome and uh yeah it just came like a little minor obsession and it was really it was so much you know, like about the stories and the art, you know, it's just some, just amazing kind of world to fall into, but yeah, I've always been more Marvel, but I think my, my favorite comic book is a DC comic called uh, um, it was like, it was the Arkham asylum um, by oh. Batman. Yeah. It was, uh, and you know, it was, it was a thick graphic novel where uh, Batman goes into the asylum and I, I think he gets, you know, he does mushrooms and runs into all the, you know, all the enemies and it's just, he ends up like walking out with the Joker arm in arm as they've kind of reconciled their, they're not that reconciled, but they, they understand that they need each other. I, and I love that dynamic with Batman and Joker. So yeah, there's, a, there's enough for both, but uh, yeah, Marvel gets the edge up on me. Although that Batman comic kind of changed my life, you know, that, that art was, it was kind of a, is like photographic and and drawn kind of mixed medium style. And then, you know, throwing yes. in those hallucinogens and that, you know, that, that conflict kind of resolved like, God, you had me me at fucking page
1: one. And Enough's Enough have been around for almost 40 years now. They formed in 1984 from Blue Island, Illinois. They are 16 albums in. You've seen them on MTV and Stern and Letterman, all the big ones. Uh, Here's a band who have continually recorded and toured throughout their career. Band members have come and gone. A couple have actually passed away. A present day, Chips Enough fronts the band. And had a bunch of great stories to share, talking about trying out for the White Sox back in the day, how he's a fan of boxing. We talked about Shameless, how the Beatles, Cheap Trick, Aerosmith and more influenced him as a kid, that he's writing his autobiography. He talked about his longtime friendship with original g drummer Steven Adler and shared a story about meeting the Stones' Keith Richards.
6: I went to go see McCartney one time, but he got too tired at the end of the show. I was hanging backstage with uh, a couple of uh, musicians, and uh, I can't think of the name of the bands right now. I got a brain cramp, but Chevy Chase was there for sure. Oh, and cool. the guys in Stray Cats were there along with uh, a couple other uh, most notable people and uh, Paul's road manager came out and he says, "Hey, Paul's real tired, but he says thanks for coming out. I'll see you guys next time." But I just happened to meet Keith at Soldier Field. I think it was two thousand six, two thousand seven, okay. and he came. I was backstage. A friend of mine got me into the show. He used to work with the band. He was a uh, he, a sound. He, actually not a sound guy, but a monitor guy. He worked for the band, but he was doing sound. And he snuck me in there, I thought it was really nice. And we were going to go right through the backstage area, right out to the venue in front of the house and watch the show. Big Stones fan, have been for years. My dad turned me on when I was a little kid. And Keith happened to come walking up, and somebody introduced us to a uh, to each other. And I thought it was nice because I uh, the, it was a girl who, who does all their makeup and hair and stuff. And she said, "Oh, this is Chip from Enough snuff. I said, "Keith, big fan." I go, "I, I owe you a lot." Where our bands, uh, we we have the character and a style and a disposition of it of rolling stones but with the sound of cheap trick and he looked at me and he goes don't blame me so i thought ah, maybe that was the wrong thing to say right there <laughs> who knows <laughs> uh, but i love his playing and I, I love the way he writes songs and uh, i just thought he was a real charming cat you know when he doesn't have time to talk to anybody you would think but those guys are just like everyday cats they meet they meet other musicians and they're very inspiring so uh, there's other artists too that i've got a chance to hang out with uh, but uh, those are the two biggest ones that I've been around. And One I got a chance to meet. And the other one, uh, he eluded me, but I, it's, it's not over yet. It's one not done might, yet, man. Yeah. One day and, we might cross paths, uh, and I would like that because if it wasn't McCartney, I probably wouldn't have a job right now because he invented the singer bass guitar, I think.
0: Musical guests of the Todd Cast podcast are powered by Pineapple Sound, providing recording and mixing services for a wide range of artists and genres since 2013. Check them out at pineapplesound.com. Beer. Nothing delivers like a red truck. Official beer of the Todd Cast Podcast. And now, stop me if you've heard this before on the Toddcast Podcast.
1: Without a doubt, Nickelback is one of the most played rock bands on North American radio over the last decade. You hear them in pretty much every major city on the continent. They toured Canada multiple times, booking shows themselves, calling radio stations to get their music played, and the hard work pays off. They've sold over 50 million albums worldwide. And when their singer, Chad Kruger, was a guest, we talked about aliens visiting Earth, how Metallica was his first concert. And stop me if you've heard this before, Chad talked about admiring Lenny Kravitz's work.
4: I've always wanted to work with Lenny Kravitz. And um, I've met um, Lenny many times, and he's a sweetheart. Just the nicest guy ever. Um, And he
1: records all the stuff. I don't know if he still does, but he did for the first few records. Everything. He threw threw down everything. Everything, yeah. Drum tracks, bass, guitar vocals like yeah wow amazing and then builds the band to tour with the project that he just did that would be amazing
4: that'd be really cool yeah you know to to uh, to jam something with lenny be pretty cool
0: stop me if you've heard this before on the toddcast podcast is brought to you by pup purveyors of quality cannabis accessories since 1995 Use promo code TODDCAST and get 20% off regularly priced accessories and apparel in-store and online at puffpipes.ca.
1: excited bass player of that band was when they finished recording that song. He'd either text me or emailed me, Matt is his name, and he goes, dude, you're not going to believe what we just came up with in studio. The band is Bend Sinister, B-E-N-D, Bend Sinister. Their song is rock and roll and arguably one of their best. You almost had the chance to see their singer, Dan Moxon, do a podcast, Cheap Thrills, where I host from stage, rock the Q&A, there's an acoustic performance throughout. You get to ask questions of the band or the artist as well. We had it booked, we had it confirmed and then COVID. So yeah, maybe once we get things rolling again in that live shows arena, which by the way, won't be happening now till the new year, you know, it's getting into like Christmas season and snowboarding and tons of stuff with family. i got a bunch of time off for my bread and butter gig. I, I teach radio arts and entertainment at BCIT as well. So figure, you know what? Screw it. We're, we're not even going to attempt to start live shows again till into 2022. Maybe it's like a spring Summer kind of thing. I'm not sure. Anyway, I'm getting off on a bit of a tangent here. Love that band, Ben Sinister, and I thought you would as well. You heard The Reverend and The Rebel, and their song was Ride or Die. That started things up musically this week. And if you're hearing the singer going like, well, I know that voice. Why? Yeah, you sure do. It's Shane from Crankshaft, and it's a very different type of project than what we're used to with Shane. Crankshaft, of course. I mean, you've heard a ton on this podcast. heavy. Heavy stuff, riffy stuff, aggressive rock. It's very cool to see another side of Shane, isn't it? Watch for the Reverend and the Rebel to start playing more and more live shows as that PHO loosens up over time, because it will. Coming up in just a few minutes, in listen to this, the Offspring bassist, Todd Morse, talking about the changes to radio and the music industry over the years, and honestly, I couldn't have said it better myself. It's powered by Tedco RV supplies in Langley. Good friends, RV service and repair. ICBC accredited. You can find them on Facebook and on Twitter. At Tedco RV Supplies. Okay, let's get into more guest highlights, and this time a few of our sporting guests, all of whom are now powered by Capit Chilliwack, providing the best quality products for you and your truck online at facebook.com forward slash Chilliwack Capit. We're talking tulis, tonneau covers. Rooftop tents for your truck, which are very cool, camping chairs, step bars, floor liners, the best aftermarket accessories. A BCHL network owner and the GM of the Port Moody Panthers, Brian Weeb, was a recent guest, and of course, we went deeper than hockey with Brian, talking about wrestling, radio, binging Dexter and the Death while filming Narcos, the Canucks and the Kraken, his first concert. We talked about how he met the Beastie Boys seeing REM and Nirvana in concert. And if made to choose, which would he pick? Would it be music? Cause he's a big music guy or would it be sports?
4: Oh, uh, you know, if you asked me that question 20, 25 years ago, it would be music without a doubt. Yeah. Um, and then now it's probably sports. Um, and, and a big reason for that is, is just where my life is at. Um, I mean, 20, 25 years ago, I didn't have any kids. And so the idea of, you know, going to a show or blowing money on CDs or whatever the case was, um, it was a little easier to swallow. Um, but anything I do in sports right now is, uh, relatively inexpensive. Uh, like if I'm just watching a Canucks game or watching a Lions game or whatever. Um, so that's, uh, that, that I think might be a big difference between the two. I mean, I still love music, still love music. Like my, my, I use my Spotify a lot. I still listen to evolution. Like I love our station at BCIT. The music we play is killer. Um, and it helps me discover a lot of new artists, but I just don't, I I just can't dedicate the time that I used to, you know, in the late in, in, in the early nineties through to the early two thousands that I used to,
1: if you watch NHL hockey, chances are, even though he's been retired for a while now, you'll know Dave Scatcherd. He played in the league for 14 years. The Canucks, the Islanders, Bruins, Coyotes, the Predators, the Blues. Born in small town Alberta, growing up in small town BC, He called it a day in the league in August 2011. His fifth concussion left him with slurred speech, headaches, brain injuries. He was in rough shape. And with the help of top coaches and healers, Dave's transformed himself into a best-selling author, writing The Comeback, My Journey Through Heaven and Hell. We talked a lot of puck. You'll love his story about getting the best career advice from Tim Hunter. We talked about the Beach Boys as his first concert, binging Succession, the nostalgia of growing up in the 80s, the best, the worst NHL pranks, meeting Snoop Dogg, seeing Eminem and Dre in concert, his friendship with Jeremy Roenick, realizing your true potential. He talked about the Catalyst, forgetting him to write that book
7: uh at first i was just trying to to be able to function in society and live a normal life i wasn't even thinking about how i was gonna write a book i just was trying to like survive and then after a few years of of healing and some miracles and things like that that i share in the book um i was finally able to uh to get my head around it. I tried to write a few chapters and I just had notes everywhere. And I had like so many stories. And I ended up, uh, I had a friend who wrote a bestseller and I said, man, I said, I'm having trouble finishing this thing. Like, what? what do you suggest? And he goes, well, you know, I hired this company to help me organize it all and create my cover for me and all that. Um, and he goes, I think they'd help you. So when I went to the pros and I and I hired a solid company to help me get it across the finish line, um, it was just kind of nice because, you know, that's all they do every single day. So um, yeah. it was nice for them to help me sort through all the stories and figure out which ones were going to go in and which ones weren't. Like, it's not like I was writing about, like, last year or two. Like, I was, I was trying to capture... 45 years of my life With your in life yeah 200 260 pages or something like that. So it's kind of hard to like go that quick through somebody's entire life but um, they did a good job of editing it down and cutting it down for me so I'm happy about that.
1: If you watch WWE Raw in the early 2000s, Scottish cousins Robbie and Rory McAllister, the Highlanders, should be ringing a bell about now. They teamed up in the early 2000s, debuted in 2001 in Ontario's indie wrestling scene, and by 2003, they were doing dark matches for the WWE. By 2005, the Highlanders signed a development deal with the WWE, and by July 2006, made their WWE Raw debut with... A couple months later, fighting for the Tag Team Championship. Ultimately, they didn't win, but they did become a big part of the WWE storyline at the time. Their last televised match was in August 2008. It turns out that Robbie McAllister is brothers with Chris Calhoun, who you'll remember from working in radio here in Vancouver at Z 95.3. Chris hooked me up with Robbie's information. His name's Derek Couch, and as they say, the rest is history. We talked with Robbie about how he quit drinking during COVID. We talked about gambling, playing poker, flipping houses, seeing Iron Maiden in concert, missing seeing Megadeth because of COVID, his love of Sabbath and Pantera. He talked about his first wrestling memory from watching as a little kid.
8: Oh, uh, well, my first memory of wrestling, I would have, you know, uh, just off the top of my head i would have to say something like the british bulldogs against uh the
1: moon dogs <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> they were totally one of my favorites the british bulldogs dynamite kid uh, davy boy they, smith
8: they were great no even the heart foundation um yeah.
1: you hart has been a guest of this podcast
8: you know going back killer bees yeah uh, so we're talking i want to say we're talking 84 85 and then there's even earlier, because, you know, I, I watched I watched every kind of wrestling there was before, you know, WWF got mainstream. And I want to say early 90s, they kind of took everything over. And,
1: yeah. Yeah.
8: And the rest is history, really. Podcast
0: sporting guest visits are powered by Capit Chilliwack, providing the best quality products and services for you and your truck. Online at Facebook.com slash Chilliwack Capit. And
5: every breath is lost in your Yeah, Tell the truth, I'm gonna lie It's easy to see, but it's hard to find Like you be you on your own time And you'll be me so I know I'm fine, You're my best friend, worst me enemy. Your enemy's best memory Comfort your nerves in emergency Come close, come close to comfort Never, never say never, never, never again Never, never say never, never until I say when Never, never say never, never, never again Just do it, do it, do it again Never, never say never, never, never again Never, never say never, never, never until I say when Never, never say never, never, never again Just do it, do it, do it again and Our descriptions of your scent. Our descriptions of the perfume that I.
0: Podcast podcast is powered by Milano Coffee, bringing you the finest espresso and coffee concepts in the world. Online at MilanoCoffee.ca, and now listen to this on the Toddcast podcast.
1: There's a few reasons that you'll know musician Todd Morse. One of them, he's the Offspring's touring bassist. He started up the band H2O, a cool punk band with his brother Toby. He's lead guitarist in Juliet and the Licks. He's also good friends with the guys in Sum 41. So they have a little side project together called the Operation MD. The dude's super talented and he's a good guy as well. And when Todd was a guest, we talked about aliens and the God Particle. Binging Breaking Bad, Peaky Blinders, two great shows. Bob Rock came up in the conversation. So did a story about almost opening up for the Foo Fighters, seeing Black Flag, Ramones, Sex Pistols in concert. We got into WandaVision and the nostalgia of having to wait a week for a new episode. And Todd talked about the lost art of listening to an album and the changes to the music and radio industries over the years. Well said. Listen to this. You liked the song.
8: You had to go buy the record if you wanted to hear the rest. And and so people had to make great records or else you weren't going to buy another one. And that was it. You wouldn't, you wouldn't hear the band's next record because... Uh, and and the the package and everything was 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 part of it and it was really special and it's, cool. it's 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 hard to it's hard to gauge if anyone in the new generation is really missing out on that It's really hard to gauge because it's just it's from a time you know yeah and but I do think that that rock and roll music and guitar based music was cooler when you had to search for it you know Right. Uh, You know what I mean? Like, you felt cooler about finding it when it wasn't so accessible, you know? Right. Um, But at the same time, you know, this whole thing about rock is dead or whatever. I mean, rock is not dead. When When they say that, they're talking about the mainstream. They're talking about the Billboard charts and everything. But I'll tell you what. If DJs just started playing more rock, rock would be mainstream again. Because that's... People just people learn about music through repetition of hearing it all the time. Mm. It's what it's what they're feeding us. It's not because we go out and play I go out and play with all these bands all over the world and there's there's fans everywhere for, for guitar music, you know. Mm. Yeah, everywhere. That's not they're going still away. there. No. It's not you know, going away. It's not going away. No. Um just like I think radio stations are just scared to take a chance now because they're just so locked into the to the advertising and the and right. the whole thing. But I mean if 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 every station across the country started playing the new offspring single like five times a day it would it would be a hit it's a hit song
0: listen to this on the todd cast podcast is brought to you by tedco rv supplies in langley an icbc approved repair shop find them online at tedco
1: to say that that band is potentially my favorite vancouver band of the last five years they're called dead quiet Great song for them called Truth and Ruin. In fact, maybe you were lucky enough to catch them. They played a show at the rickshaw last month, or maybe it was the start of this month, actually. Got introduced to these guys through their drummer, Dana, who you'd know from playing in Ben Sinister. We played them on the podcast. Morning Maker as well, if you remember those guys from the early 2000s in Vancouver scene. Just a killer drummer, just crusher. Good guy, good buddy. And he goes, hey dude, I, I joined this band, I'm going to shoot you a video for you to check out. I think you're going to like it. It's very heavy and sure as shit. I love the band, a great group of guys as well. Good dudes. Uh, they played a a live show for the podcast a while back. Now we did a, a, the world album premiere with their singer, Kevin for their latest album. And by the way, PS, I noticed that on their Facebook page recently, they're posting pictures of working on album number four kitty up you heard fake shark as well this is an oldie but a goodie for these guys their song is perfume here's another local favorite uh, i've been for years just a good group of guys good players really good friends with their drummer alex who actually i once played the commodore ballroom with when he was drumming with daniel wesley and they offered me the chance to sit in with them play the bongos for a couple of shows which was just mind blower alex is the drummer in fake shark Uh, Like I said, they're all killer players and worth the time. If you see that they're playing near you, make the effort to be there. Speaking of live music, check out the indie scene at ToddHancock.ca. There's a little list of local shows. If you're playing one, or maybe you're going to a show and it's indie, let us know about it and we will post the details at our website. That's brought to you by Mystic Rhythms Rehearsal Studios. 40 plus years experience in the music industry, pro jam space, great rates, Find out more through mysticrhythms.ca.
0: Nude Vodka Soda powers the Todd Cast podcast. Sugar and sweetener free with just 100 calories and zero carbs per serving. Visit them online at nudebeverages.com.
1: Did you know that Nude Vodka Soda donates a portion of all their sales to local SPCAs across the continent? It's true. And they've been sponsoring the podcast, helping keep us rolling since 2019. Longtime buddies, we're honored to be aligned with such a cool local worldwide brand okay let's get back to more guest highlights in this best of podcast episode 261 and a few of our more recent entertainment guests all of whom are brought to you by sacred meds the best craft cannabis and psilocybin dispensary in Canada. There's also hash, CBD oils, edibles, teas, candy bars, lots more. Use the code TODDCAST at checkout and you'll get 10% off your entire order. Check them out through sacredmeds.com. One part of the syndicated Casey Clark show morning radio was a recent guest, MJ. And it turns out we had the exact same job for our first job in radio crazy right she talked about how covid has been brutal for the entertainment industry mj shared her first concert experience why she's not a gambler the superpower that she'd want to have we talked about binging the bachelor the music that was played in her house as a kid growing up and she even gave some advice on getting into instagram influencing
9: absolutely yeah i once my biggest advice is once you get one sponsor um, and you do well, other brands will want to work with you. They'll see what you're doing. So it's just kind of landing that first one. And to get that, I would say, just really make sure on your feed, you're representing like who you are and what you stand for. So for me, the first brands that came to me were tourism Camloops because I was already posting so much about being local that mm-hmm. they ended up bringing me on as a client and paying me to go around town, trying different foods, activities. So they paid me to post and try cool activities. How, like, how awesome is that? And then the other big sponsorship I got was through Kobia Beauty, which is a hair um, salon. So I love my hair. I was already posting all about my hair. So just, I would say, stay true to yourself, post about what you like, and people will notice and hey, send a few DMs, like what's the worst they can say? Sorry, we don't have the budget for that. But 100%. I truly think, I truly think uh, Instagram marketing is the new way that some businesses are going to spend their marketing dollars.
1: You'll likely best know actress Kelly Dowdle from working on Billions, American Crime Story, Lucifer. She's also in Scandal Made Me Famous, Big Mama's House 2 as well. Uh, She also branched out into music during the pandemic, releasing music under the name Kelly Monroe. I guess Monroe is her middle name. She's also said that the silver lining of COVID for her is making music. But yeah, we talked about a lot of stuff with Kelly. She shared a creepy near-death story. Literally had the uh, hair on my arm standing up. Talked about binging you on Netflix. She shared her thoughts on Martin Scorsese saying that superhero movies aren't cinema. She talked about the music of Zeppelin Tears for Fears, Hendrix, U2, she talked about going to see Amy Grant in concert and how she's been modeling since the age of 14.
10: I started out in commercial print. So I was like modeling at the age of 14. Okay. Um, I got discovered by a woman named Nancy Campbell. So I like did a lot of just every kind of ad that you could, you know, JCPenney and Dillards and Falsa watches and this and that, like I did all of that like 14 or 15. And the reason is because I told my mom, I don't really want to work at like a restaurant one day or like work at a, like a clothing store. I want to make really good money, but I've always had a very entrepreneurial mind. And I was flipping through a 17 magazine when I was like 14 years old. And I looked up at my mom and I said, I'm going to be in this magazine in one year. And of course, you know, if you can't tell based off the song that I wrote about my mom, she's Mm -hmm. always been like my biggest fan. And she's like, I'm sure you will, sweetheart. And cut to three months later, I'm sitting in Nancy Campbell's office. She signed me and I was in 17 magazine one year later. That's awesome. Yeah, it was like 10 months later. But anyway, got into yeah. commercial print and print modeling. Um, I ended up doing a commercial for Walmart when I was like 16 or 17. And the DP on the project was like, hey, you know, to my mom, because my mom used to show up to everything I've ever done. She's really cool that way. Yeah. And he said, you know, your, your daughter really like the camera really loves her. My mom was like, Oh, okay. And he's like, you know, you might want to consider getting her into acting. So I took a couple classes. I don't even think I took a class. I think I maybe took a class. I've never like taken acting classes, but I think at that time I went to like some, this is like kind of how you do it. And, um, I Remember, I went. I, I think I did one more commercial, and then from there, I did a um, an independent film, and then it kind of took off.
1: And Carolina White has also been modeling since her teens. Recently, deciding to venture into nude modeling and landing on the cover of Penthouse magazine back in September. She's that month's pet of the month. She's interesting. She's managed a med spa, worked as a veterinarian's surgical tech. She's a licensed plebotomist. She loves Marvel comics and the movies that are being made. She talked about writing erotic fiction as a teen, seeing Blink-182 in concert, how OnlyFans is making women famous and rich. She shared an incredible story involving someone from the Walking Dead cast, and she talked talked about her last vacation in Cabo San Lucas and brought up a super important point about social media as well.
11: Last place I went on vacation, I'm sad because it's like two years ago, right before COVID. I think it was 2019. It was for my birthday. I went with a group of friends. We went to uh, Los Cabos.
1: Oh, nice.
11: Yeah. We stayed at an all-inclusive resort. Big fan of those. Yeah. Same. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was absolutely beautiful and amazing. And it feels like forever ago because,
1: because it has been forever ago. Uh,
11: exactly. Yeah. So going out of the country, that was the last time. And then, but the last vacation, I guess vacation I went on was, um, my birthday back in August. I went with my parents. We went to, um, the Natahala Hala in North Carolina and we stayed in a cabin, um, just beautiful woodsy, you know, streams and nature and, um, just getting away from everything. Yeah. Like no service. I don't know. It was just like, everybody needs time like that away from just everything. Turn your, turn your fucking phone off and turn it off, turn it off. Stop. None of it matters. (laughs) Right. All the stuff that you're worried about. That's all in your head. None of it matters.
1: Totally. You'll notice that when you turn it off and when you come back to it a day or two later, nothing has changed.
11: Nothing has changed. And you're also probably going to feel (laughs) happier. You're going to feel better. You're going to have less anxiety. You're going to feel less depressed. Um, Yeah, you're just going to be overall better.
0: Toddcast Podcast Entertainment Guest Visits are powered by Sacred Meds. The best craft cannabis and psilocybin dispensary in Canada. Available online at sacredmeds.com. Use promo code TODCAST at checkout for 10% off everything in store.
1: Coming at you hard and heavy. The band is Arlo Wells, and a great song for them called "Ghost." I've been digging those guys a lot lately. In fact, to the point they're making the cut of the mixed CDs for the drive into BCIT in the mornings. i said it before; I'll say it again. Once we get the podcast shows rolling again, and the aim, to be honest, as I mentioned uh, prior, is not till the new year. And and I do want to work with David Hawks at the Hollywood Theater. He's doing some great things at that venue. Uh, the point is once podcast shows are going again, you will see us build a really good heavy night and we'll make sure to invite Arlo Wells to be one of the bands on that bill. And with that said, that's it for this one. Episode 261 is done. A best of the podcast. We love putting these things together and- sure hope that you like listening to them as well. It's a great way to kind of get a feel for what we do. Normally, of course, it's three guests a week. We release the podcasts on Tuesdays, a lot of great guests as well, a lot of great Vancouver indie music overall. So thank you so much for listening. My name is Todd Hancock. If you like what you heard, please tell your friends you can subscribe iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, we're taking baby steps. We're building each of these platforms. Love for you to join us and follow along and please comment and rate the podcast. It helps out with like search engine results and all that huge. Thanks to all of our stellar sponsors. Capit Chilliwack and puff have jumped on. Nice to have you guys on board. You can find links to all sponsor websites at todhancock.ca and your business can sponsor the podcast. Did you know that for as little as 10 bucks a day? contact info at the homepage. And remember, if you help us get a new sponsor, we'll give you a commission based on the initial ad buy. If you know a business that makes sense, tell them about us, shoot them our way, and we'll take it from there. Till next week, don't be an asshole. Nobody wants to be around that. Have fun, play hard, and most of all, believe in yourself.
6: The Toddcast
0: Podcast. Keep in touch with Todd through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and bookmark ToddHancock.ca.